What's up, daddies? Today's program is jammed with bold flavors. I give you a drunk driver who sprayed Axe body spray in his mouth, an idiot who steals an AK-47, a maniac who busts into a cafe with a live chainsaw, a school principal who gets fired over a wooden dick, and an Arby's manager who shoots a guy at work first spitting on her. All this with special guest Matt Bronger. Live from Los Angeles, Woo! California! You're listening to Power Moves, Daddy! Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves. Ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no clasp. Blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. And we're back. Thanks to Rich O'Toole for that lovely song. We are here with special guest Matt Bronger. Uh, B-Dubs is camping. He's, he, he loves to camp. The boy needs a break. I told him to take a sick day, and I called in, told him the homie Matt to come and do the job right. Matt, what's up, man? Good to be here, man. Big fan of the show. Oh, I fucking love I love it. I love that. I love that you you appreciate the program. It's, it's fantastic. It's well curated. Uh, it's enjoyable. It uh, takes my mind off my troubles. Makes me feel good, because a, a lot of times... Now, I, I don't know what people will think of this show. Sure. Because it's it's a people's show. It is. So for comedians, this could look like a trash dumpster. Yeah, but it's, I mean, I, shit, man. Not everything has to be elevated or playing at the height of your intelligence. Right. I feel like this is, this is fun. This is a fun show. Everything can't make you think. No. It's, there can't it's, be social commentary it's, it's on everything. It's rock and roll. It's wrestling. And we, we, we do, like, uh, talk about these things and have fun with these things and think while we do or... Or uh, uh, enjoy these things, but they don't have to be, you know, uh, uh, this, that, or the... Anyway, it's just enjoyable. I think it's great. Thank you. Sometimes I get self-conscious because um, a lot of the stories that I do, I try to not use run-of-the-mill things. I try to do actual research and find something that's unique. And right. And it has a, a special twist at the end. Sure. But... A lot of morning radio shows do do trash bag news of course. stories. Yeah. And... and the thing is, I like those shows. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that part of the show. Yeah. I, I just think that the the premium of, of what this show brings is that is the commentary. Yeah. And and also the 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 relating to and there but for the grace of God go I miss. You know what I mean? It's like we, we I don't think none of us have done any of the the stuff that that's that bad. It's like, boy, that right. person went the extra mile. Yes. You know? Uh, uh, we, we've all, we've all made mistakes and, and stuff. I mean, it's, that's like what my podcast is about. Dumb. Advice from a dipshit. Yeah, we all do dumb things. Yep. This is, this is that other level. Next level. This is, this is essentially, uh, I try to only use crimes. If, These are in, dumb people crimes. This it, is true crimes yeah. of the stupid. And it's funny you say crimes. It's like there's, there's, there's a... Uh, uh, heroism and villainy. Mm -hmm. These are superheroes and <laughs> yes. supervillains. This yes. is next level. These are super. You super know what I mean? Like uh, sure. we we grew up watching wrestling because like those are supermen and women. Right. They they are beyond. 
And popularity doesn't have anything to do with uh, whether you're good or bad. Right. In the wrestling world. No. Heat is heat, man. Heat is heat. Heat is heat. Uh, I want to tell everyone that I'm making it a goal to get to a thousand five-star reviews. Uh, It's super easy. You don't have to go write a review on iTunes or anything. You just have to click five stars. You know, the government's not going to know about any of it. The thing is, we're at like 248, which is great. And I gratefully appreciate anyone who's given me a five-star review. And we've only gotten five-star reviews. But that is just a drop in the pan of how many listen to this show. So there are people out there, all you got to do is click it. All you got to do is click it. I mean, numbers are the name of the game, sadly, in this podcast biz. And just a five-star review for your old pal Mike Burns would make his old balls so fucking happy. (laughs) All right, let's get right into it, because we got a big fucking show today with Tron Do My Thing. Uh, Brunger, I uh, I rode a lime scooter over here today. Okay, yeah, yeah, we were, we were talking about that a little bit when you showed up. <laughs> I, I love them, mm-hmm. and I have several reasons why. Number one, I'm 43. I don't give a fuck if you think I'm cool. Sure. I don't care if it's, I don't, I don't need a Vespa. Mm-hmm. I don't need a Harley. I'm broke. Can't buy those things anyways. I don't need a, a fucking monster truck or, <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, they're convenient. Right. And the idea is that. If you're not familiar and you don't have them in in, in uh, a smaller uh, rural town yet, you will. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of the problem is that people look at this as like a cancerous disease right. that's being left all over town. Yeah. But the fact is, when it comes down to it, they don't cause very much pollution at all. They're electric. Mm-hmm. They're cheap. It was $3 to get here from uh, from Atwater. That's great. That's, you took it up Los Feliz? Yeah, just zipped down the sidewalk. That's there, amazing. There's no one on the sidewalk. That's amazing. It's all shady trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't wear headphones. Yeah. I don't wear a helmet. I should, but you know, I right. gotta look. I gotta re- maintain some bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're they're uh, they're they're great convenience and they're fun. That's the thing is you you leave a bar or and you've had like three four beers. You're not trashed, mm-hmm. but you got to get a lift. Yeah. to go for seven bucks to go like. A half mile mm-hmm. if you don't if you don't have time to walk. Let's sure. say you were in a couple you drinks. You just gotta meeting. monitor it. You're not like, oh, ten beers deep, I'll take a fucking lime. Right. Like you go off the side of the road and kill yourself Possibly. go under a car's wheels. But the major the 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 odds are is you're just gonna break your wrist. And that's on you, man. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna hurt anyone I, else. I was I was I was in Austin for South by Southwest this year and like I was about to murder someone because they just are. It's just there's a thousand of them on the yes. street just zipping around. Yeah, you. it's the kids. And I'm still that, pissed off because the kids zipping you, by. You me. can't hear them, and it's just like fuck. Like there's a guy behind you all of a sudden, like <laughs> yeah, and uh, and so that drove me crazy. But like I love the environmental impact. I love that. Um, you know, it, it is it is an alternative to uh, getting in a stranger's car. You know, it's yes, they're handy and you're outside. Mm -hmm. You're just walking fast. Right. (laughs) I would never, ever ride one of these in like a heavy populated uh, like like we're like downtown type of area. That's psychotic. I I, when I used to skateboard, I used to like to to get around more than I liked. I was lousy at tricks, Mm -hmm. but I love just riding my board to places. Right. You know, and I feel like this is that that same kind of action. I just don't. I think I have such a, a high center of gravity. I feel like I'd. I'm, I would not be good on those. They're I'm pretty not. high. The handlebars are are up to my tits. On okay, this. it's it's built for all peoples. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got okay. it out front. Maybe you you oh you, no you could just step on it. Maybe <laughs> you might be you might want to step on it. You might just you you'll think about it by the end of the program. They, but yeah, they're 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 a good time. 
Hmm. That's all. That's all it is for me. This morning, if I would have came over here and I would have had to sit in the back of a smelly fucking Honda Accord uh, that has wet seats for some fucking reason uh-huh. from the night before, right? It, it wouldn't have been fun. But I already had a great time today on the way over to do the show. Sure, sure. Yeah. It's weird doing the show here because I haven't recorded anywhere other than uh, B Dubs and Burns Manor, which is now just B Dubs Manor. Yes, of course. It's, it's a different environment. It's mm-hmm. very bright in here. Yeah, you know, it is. We This is where we uh, we tape my podcast, and it's, it's yeah, it's like... You got a lovely pleasant. setup. Thank you. It feels Thank like, you. it's essentially like I'm playing an away game. Well, you know, the, it's a lovely setup because I have a wife. Yes. The end. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, to all the daddies. Yeah. Uh, thank thank uh, God for your for the for the lady daddies. Absolutely. Like <laughs> our, our our new apartment uh, with with Melissa. Melissa is, is is slowly just plucking little pieces of furniture and Towers. slowly coming together. Uh-huh. And it's it's just one piece at a time. Yep. But holy shit! I like I don't I'm like I have a pretty good eye for things. Right. But that is something that's a little bit outside of my realm mm-hmm. and a coffee table will show up and I'm like, I guess it's cool. And then two days later I'm sitting there on the couch. I'm like, I really fucking like this coffee table. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did you watch the Motley Crue movie? No, I still have not seen the dirt. Oh boy. It's, it's one of those things where I, I was listening to what you guys are talking about. How like, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Even if it's, if it sucks mm-hmm. and, and kind of thing, but it was, to me, when they were like, "Oh, we're gonna make this a movie," I initially was like, "Awesome!" But then I was just like, "Yeah, I just, I just like the book because it's just so bad," and I love yeah uh, stuff that's just from the people's uh, talking point of view, right? You know. Also, I was living in Chicago at the time, and I was it was like the dregs, like the the months before I just decided like I gotta get the fuck out of here, you know. Mm-hmm. Broke as hell, gotta take the next step. Also. The apartment across from mine had a working toilet and no one in it, and mine did not. Like my, they would, they were taking so long to fix my toilet, and I had horrible rhea, and so I would just like every day cross the hallway and get in that, get in, go in that empty apartment and read the dirt and just crap my brains out. So it's like I always associate. Not that I'm, I look back on those days like, hey neighbor, that, can I borrow like, a cup of shit? There's nobody in there, thank God. But like it, it was just, it's it's like I just identify with that, and I don't know what that has to do with them making a movie or not. But it's you like, feel better. If you've yeah. never read the dirt, read the dirt and anything yeah. that you've done that you feel is bad, oh. or if you feel like you're in a little bit of a tight spot it's financially or broke, awful. read that book and it will make you feel better about yourself. <gasps> yes. It just by and and just it's that the kind of thing you read and was like, that sound about twenty percent of it sounds fun. Eighty mm-hmm. percent of it sounds awful. Right. With them just like, oh, we ran out of stuff to do with girls, like, ugh, what the gross. Like what? We ran out of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, we're just we saying, ran like, out of holes. They're, yeah, they're, they're so. There's. Oh my god! Wish so, we could buy a new hole. So terrible. They, I, I they, they're it. taking turns putting their dicks in an egg burrito from Noggles. Uh huh. And like I was just I remember wrapping up Ozzy Osbourne's piss I, 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 out loud. I was cool. like, "What? Just wash your dicks? Yeah, you're so obsessed with filth." Right. Stop putting your dicks in burritos it's, so your girlfriend's you smell your dick and it smells like eggs. It smells like rotten egg burritos. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can brutal. tell. Brutal. You, you didn't fuck any chicks last night. I can tell because you got egg chunks on here. Good lord. You, oh boy, you, you're a good guy. <laughs> I, I've, uh, I've, I've had discussions about it being great from certain people and uh, Dave Lyons, who is who is stopping by yes, later to assist you with something. Right. He uh, who does the the Yacht Rock podcast podcast a. Uh, Beyond Yacht Rock, mm-hmm. uh, fantastic friend and a great podcast, yep. as, as I've recommended to you in the past. He was not happy about it 
I chit chatted <laughs> with him on Friday night on text sure. until like two fifteen in the morning. And he had some very specific talking points uh, because of his deep love for Motley Crue and what it meant to him in his childhood. He had a he had a Motley Crue clubhouse mm. uh, as a kid, like yeah. in his backyard. Like, wow! Like, like this little clubhouse, like Motley Crue <laughs> themed. And he took some offense, and I understand. Like the new Punisher uh, Netflix series didn't live up to what I held in my mind as uh, as a. Uh, uh, the way it should have been done. Oh no way! Um, yeah, no uh, way. It had it had some flaws, but I still enjoyed it. But at, I was very, very, very critical, just like Dave of. Yeah, I, like I love John Bernthal. Love that dude. Yeah, but like Frank Castle has got to be an absolute psycho. Frank Castle ain't hugging people. He's a Frank hollow Castle man, ain't taking care of little. He's kids. not really wrestling with his feelings. No, he's he he is a living gun. He ain't feeling sa- sappy about someone else. I said son. the same thing when I went into Marvel and like did their podcast. I was just talking about like the disappointment. That was my one of my biggest ones because I loved the Punisher as a kid. Yeah, in fucking you know, gun hate in Portland, Oregon. Right. Like, it was a kind of a fantasy for me. He's an where, anti-hero. Yeah. He's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, my books. God. He's he's like that part in Deadpool where Colossus is like, take one moment, and he still shoots that guy in the head. Yeah. And he's like, what? No, you're still talking, and Colossus barfs. <laughs> yes. Like, that's, Frank Castle's like that every second of every day. But here's you know? my here's my, my point with the Motley Crue film, The, the Dirt, is that I, I really, really enjoyed it, but I think I watched it right. Okay. On Friday night... I got a take and bake pizza from nice. Crispy Crust. We got a bottle of wine, got some IPAs, um, got some smokes. I got two fresh joints, mm. got some pork rinds, sure. got some caramel corn. Yeah. Got real smoked up before it. Oh, so nice. it was just, it didn't matter. Yeah. It was just, it, it, it is good. I think it's good. Okay. But I watched it the right way. And yeah, I told you did. Dave, and I said, Dave, how inebriated were you? For uh, for the movie, and he goes. I watched it so stone sober, so I could really pay attention. I'm like you idiot, no, no. I don't think this Dave, is, but Dave, do, Dave doesn't. Works. Dave doesn't watch movies on anything. Like Dave likes to party, but I think that's like when he's he like going goes to concerts and gets right. drunk. You know, he's a professional. He's trying yeah, to be a professional, pretty model. much. Well, that's professionals don't tend to enjoy things as much as the, yeah. the amateurs do. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where Motley Crue is embraced because of that book. They're like the original bad boys. I'm like, there were so many fucking bad boys. Those guys just got the look down and mm-hmm. had like the, the music was was perfect too. Yes. But it's like, were they the best band of the of that era? No. I don't know. No. I don't think so. They're not really that you know? great of a band. They, yeah, exactly my point. But their they're, personalities they're a, and were they're so spectacle. huge. They're a absolute spectacle. And like such differential personalities. Yes. You know? They're like a team. They're like yes. superheroes. Again, they're just superheroes. <laughs> yeah, they're wrestlers. Exactly. Except for they actually lived it. And that's what backs up. Right. Like the second album, the, like third album, Theater of Pain is is arguably garbage. Yeah. You know, it, it's got like one or two good songs. And uh-huh. they even talk about that. One issue I do have with the the film is that it didn't have a lot of the even darker moments mm. that uh, that happen in the dirt. And I wish they would have been more. But, um, you know, Jeff Tremaine directs it. I love Jeff. Yeah, he's amazing. Jeff's a good dude. Yeah. Jeff's made a lot of fun things um, with unapologetically. Yeah. Just made fun things. The Jackass movies. Jackass 2 is one of the funniest films of all time. Absolutely. I mean, I would say Jackass 1 as well. I I remember I I was was at... you know, like it'll kind of a low point in my life and watching Jackass one in a theater by myself. And that part where the, the big guy, they're the giant guy that, that yeah. the other uh, buddy, I forget. I 
I forget his name, but he's super Preston Lacey, the Phantom. Yes, yes. He 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 falls off the bench and he's got a rip over his ass. And like, uh-huh. He's like, did it rip? And he's making that that old guy like look close at his butt. It was so stupid, but I'm crying yeah. laughing. It's just like though, though, that is it's what fun. that is what this shit is for, right? So when someone's going through some shit, they can find a laugh. You know, when would I have liked Paul Thomas Anderson or uh, or a. Uh, a uh, Scorsese to do the Molly Crew book movie? Sure, of right. course, but that didn't happen. So this is the next best. And thing. it wouldn't it wouldn't fit because they're terrible people in that book. They're awful. And yes. it's that, that thing of I feel like Wolf of Wall Street, great flick. But the thing that made me mad was they made that guy look like kind of a hero. Like that guy was a fucking scumbag. <laughs> Lean into trash. it. Absolutely. Lean trash. into it. I know? read the book while we were on the Dad Boner tour from top to bottom. That oh, was the yeah? first time I read it. Amazing. And it was my buddy. That was my book buddy. It's so And good. it was perfect for that sort of thing. It's so fun. We, again, just having fun, drinking beers, mm-hmm. making jokes. Hating they, each other. Hating each other. Yeah. Hate. What did Mick say? <laughs> fucking asshole. Well, I'll tell you how it really went. Uh, I, I just wanted to brag. Uh, I, uh, I won my fantasy NBA league back to back. So uh, I guess I'm the man. Nice. I guess that's all. Good job. Good one thing job. you can't brag about is is your own fantasy teams because no one else gives a shit except <laughs> for people in your league. But now I'm starting to make a and one style videos. Okay. I made one yesterday out on my basketball court. Uh, just me like doing layups and popping off some threes. Nice. It's edited, but I think I've got my jump shot back. And as a 43 year old man, I feel pretty good about it. Uh, what is your thang this week, Bronger? My thang this week is uh, honestly just fucking being home. Mm-hmm. And like uh, my my uh, Kara's coming home uh, this week, so I'll, we'll have like a couple days before Mom's I'm coming home. I'm gone again. Clean it up. Yeah, but like <laughs> I, I've just been gone. I've been fucking right. gone. I've been in. I've been in San Francisco, Austin, DC, uh, Cleveland. Um, what am I leaving out? There's, there's probably another fucking city in there. Anyway, just this month has just been bananas. It's I don't know how you much. do it. And I, I've talked with other comedians. There's a certain point in my career, and obviously I don't go out on the road and rarely do stand-up at all anymore. Oh. And I just, at, at, at one point, I just like, I can't do this. Yeah. This is my, 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 the way my mental state is, is mm-hmm. not built for this kind of isolation. And I know yeah. you do a lot of things to try and maintain yourself. Yeah. You know, you, you try, you try and, uh, keep it, keep it, uh, uh, low on the booze. You, sure. You try and, you try and, um, exercise. Sure. And if, and, and I am not always good at that, you know, and like end of last year, I, I kind of hit a wall where I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm fucking medicating. It's a I'm slippery like, slope. Uh, I was, I was drinking patch em ups for my soul. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it was just like, I've been doing this. How fucking long? And you and you kind of because it's hard to see any kind of progression though there is some mm-hmm. and it's just like how it was kind of like it was almost like a midlife crisis quite honestly you feel like you're where, going to a day job now. yeah a little it, bit but it's it, not this, I, it's not this sparkly dream then, anymore it's a day job no but but since then I've 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 you know yeah you know, I still definitely drink but just like not as much on the road and and kind of lean into fucking around on stage more yeah. And kind of just kind of it's that thing where you kind of you just throw the armor off and you're not you just don't give a fuck as much anymore. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those are like our heroes. Like I feel like Ric Flair became Ric Flair when he's like, fuck you. Gunslingers. Yeah. You're just like, you know what? Like, I'm I'm not going to let this world uh, beat me down anymore. And I'm not going to I'm sure it's fucking not going to do it. And I was beating myself down. So, yeah, it, it was just kind of like like now I'm kind of this month was a lot, but it would have been way more like last year yeah. where it was just kind of just like on autopilot and just like waking up alone yeah with with a hangover yeah. and it's okay a couple times but 
it starts to really drag on oh, you see, five, six times. See, it, Bob Seger's turn the page. <laughs> you're empty. Just listen to that song. You're just a shell. That is it. You're that the is. Punisher. You don't feel anymore. You just nope. get the job done. It's hollow. How, what way is that to live? You're, you're about to, you go, you go to morning radio and you just want to punch everyone in the face. <laughs> Good morning, you know? fucker. <laughs> now I'm just, now I'm just, I, I'm, I'm having fun with it again, which is cool, but yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> let's get into it, Brunger. Cool. Let's do it. Power news you can use. Drunk driver sprayed axe in his mouth to mask the smell of alcohol. This is from the state. I forget what you, this is a South Carolina newspaper. I try to give him credit. Yeah, try not to yeah rip absolutely. It off. That's good for it's you. Just, it, it's just a quick, you know, but I mean, this is public knowledge. Mm-hmm, sure. I don't feel bad. It's from Spartanburg County, South Carolina. A man charged with drunken driving in South Carolina was spraying axe body spray in his mouth when deputies <sighs> approached... <laughs> Jesus Christ. In an attempt to mask the odor of alcohol, deputies pulled over a vehicle on Interstate 85 in Spartanburg County on Saturday night after the driver passed a deputy at a high rate of speed and swerved into another lane of traffic. (laughs) The driver, identified as Efren Mencia Ramirez, was spraying Axe body spray in his mouth when the deputy approached to cover the smell of alcohol on his breath, the report states. Oh. There was a 12-pack of beer on the passenger floorboard. Boy. <laughs> this is so stupid. And 11 of the 12 beers were open. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Why? Why do you have them Come all on. still? Why did you have to taste them all? And what is, yeah, because here's the other detail, is that 10 of the beers were nearly empty. So he's one of those fuckers who's having like a one-man party, and he's leaving like half-empty beers yeah. all around his car. <laughs> he's, he's trying to catch the coldness. Hey. But they're all... Hey, who, who, who's leaving half-empty beers around? You got to finish these. Come oh, on. Dude. We only have so many beers for everyone. You're drinking half beers, he's, man. He, and he's saying that to an empty car. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> he's looking in the rearview mirror. Damn it, Steve. Mirror, like naming the, all this different saying shit. Saying that in the rear view. Yeah. What are you still looking at? He's like George Jones with the duck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tales from the tour of us. Yes. If you haven't watched that. The duck and the old man. <laughs> George Jones gets so... He has an imaginary friend, Duck, who he <laughs> speaks as... Uh, in in the in the voice of the duck, like, mm-hmm. and he gets in a fight with the duck. He kicks du- the duck off of the tour bus. That's cocaine rot in your brain, man. Yep. And then he misses the duck, feels bad, and has the tour bus go back to a spot where there's nothing there. And he opens <laughs> the door and and he starts talking in the duck voice again because the duck is back. It is fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. Mencia Ramirez, who had an open bottle of beer between his legs, smelled of alcohol and exhibited signs of intoxication while talking to officers, according to the report. He's arrested for driving under the influence after failing multiple field sobriety tests. Because... He drank a almost a twelve pack, yeah, while driving. Right, not before. Right, this is during driving. Right, because you wouldn't have the empties if you, no. You who would you don't bring no. your empties with you. That's that's uh, Denzel Washington in in Flight. Remember the movie Flight? I never watched it because you know I hate flying. Oh yeah, we I don't. don't, I, don't watch I don't need that in my the, brain. The dude who wrote it wrote it uh, was was like I wrote it about my two biggest fears: flying and ever drinking again. That's because right. I guess this guy was like a ruinous alcoholic. <laughs> That'll but do like it. he he does it's like he he's like. He's just flying. Anyway, so I won't give it up. But like, there's a scene where he's just like full bore back, you know, off the wagon on the warpath. Uh-huh. And then he's just, he. it just cuts to him in a car with a case of buds next to him. And he's just cracking beer after beer and drinking, <laughs> like driving neatly, yeah. you know, like a like a focused uh, uh, functional alcoholic. But right. just like, th- that's what that makes me think of. But, you know, he's disposing of the cans. Right. He's not like this 
guy was just Chuck like, him out the window like you're in the middle of Texas. Come you're, on. You're risking your... Do not ever do that, ever, if you're listening to this, but you're risking your, your life and your, and your freedom... You can litter. <laughs> yeah, litter is a better option. Plus, they're Jesus. beer cans. Think how cool it is when you find like a 1970s Schlitz can when you're building a new garden in your backyard. You get excited. It's not litter. It's future treasure. Old beer cans are just future treasure. It's amazing dirt bag spin. <laughs> yeah, but think how excited when you find that. You get, yeah. get you'll be like, oh, fuck, this hams can is one of those pull tabs wow. on top. I wonder if this is involved in an arrest. This might be worth money. Yeah. That's what's terrifying is if you ever uh, walk around the highways in Los Angeles, like I had to go over two overpasses yeah, here, yeah. you see two things very prominently, Al- empty alcohol containers and uh, what are called, uh, they're like, they're called golden floaters or something. It's yeah. a, the piss bottles, uh-huh. Gatorade bottles, Diet Pepsi bottles filled sure. with piss. I read a book, yes. I read a book called Trashed by... Um, uh, Oh, God damn it, I forget his name. I'm not going to try and think of it because it'll just take time. But Trashed, it's a graphic novel. It's fucking fantastic. He has a whole chapter about um, in Baltimore where the trash guys count. They do a count of how many of these golden floaters or whatever. Oh, shit. And it was like, it's like 30000 a month. Wow. <laughs> Remember, you made one. We were on the uh, on the Dad Boner tour. I made pee in a bottle? Yeah, it was a Gatorade bottle. Well, up. no, it was only, it oh, wasn't. Oh, yeah. Because we were driving from, I want to say, Milwaukee to Chicago. To Chicago. And we were and in it that, was, traffic was bananas. We were in that south side been traffic. in that car for like four or five hours. And you're like, I got to piss so bad. And I'm like, there's a rest stop. Up. And you're like, I'm not going to make it. No, and I you, was not. You climbed in the back seat like a gentleman. Uh-huh. And you filled up a Gatorade bottle. Yeah, I don't want to distract you with my it, sweet wang while you're trying to drive oh, Yeah, that'll make, that'll make it. Oh, my God. Holy shit, it's enormous. Crash. Like crash into a pylon. Yeah, no, it, it was uh, it's like that. But that, that, is, that is not what regular most folk are doing. It's not all just like touring comedians and truck drivers with no time to stop. Right. <laughs> At Sheriff's Office Headquarters, Mencia Ramirez provided a breath sample that yielded a 0.15 blood alcohol content, nearly the twice the legal limit for operating a vehicle in South Carolina. Yeah, but for South that's Carolina. That's not that high. For South Carolina, that seems like average. I mean, for, for that many beers? I feel like he was just he was just sip, sip, sipping. Maybe they're light beers. Maybe, yeah, probably, that's probably, of course, that's what he it is. He's just having some patch ups. He's trying to get to his job <laughs> so in the factory. He's charged with a Dewey open container, no proof of insurance, and no valid South Carolina driver's license. Oh, God, no license. Of course. Of course. Jesus, dude. Next story. Woman accused of breaking into X's home, stealing an AK-47 rifle, pistol, and iced tea. Wow. <laughs> this is from Mount Penn, Pennsylvania, from the Reading Eagle. A former Mount Penn woman and her boyfriend are accused of breaking into her ex-boyfriend's home in the borough and stealing an AK-47, a handgun, a jug of iced tea. The victim told police that he had left his home in the 100 block of South 20th Street for about 30 minutes Friday to pick up his daughter. During that time, someone pried open the the plywood, 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 covering the window on his door. The window had been broken from a previous break-in. Wow. (laughs) I love that. Oh, my God. I love that the house was broken into before. So he's like, fuck that shit. Never again. Yeah, right. And then he's nailing this plywood up. And then someone's like... Well, this is even easier. Now I just pop the nails off. Yeah, I just look. I can just pull it off. The man told Central Burgs Regional Police that two firearms and numerous rounds of ammunition were stolen, along with a plastic jug of icy tea. Wow. I-C-Y-T-E-A. It's that... 
It's like an off-brand Arizona iced tea. You know those big gallon jugs oh, that are just yeah, sugar water those. dyed tan? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. some, some sugary swamp water. He noticed this. He's like, what's gone? Okay. Assault rifle. My gun. My handgun. Oh, no, my icy tea. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Uh, that was fresh. I got to go to the store. I just got that from Aldi. I have a guy I can buy guns from next door. The victim told Detar- Detective Sergeant D-Ron Mandel. I think it's Deron, but I like D-Ron better. That's Very, a cool name. Much cooler. Yeah, it is. That he believed uh, Ariana uh, Reitnor, 29, his ex-girlfriend who used to reside with him but is now homeless, mm. was responsible because they've had ongoing issues. Adds up. The victim further noted that right Nora's boyfriend drives a blue sedan. According to the arrest reports, Mandel returned to the neighborhood after learning from the victim that there was an eyewitness to the burglary. Mm. A neighbor told Mandel that she was in the kitchen cooking about 4 p.m. when she heard loud banging from the rear of the residence. Wow. She looked out the kitchen door window and saw Reitner at her neighbor's back door prying the plywood off the window frame with a hammer, and she noticed a duffel bag on the ground next to her. Good Lord. The witness says she resumed cooking without calling police because there have been several ongoing domestic incidents in that home oh my god <laughs> oh can you imagine you your your neighbor someone is not only breaking in but like has a black duffel bag like a fucking burglar yeah and a hammer and is prying off and she this person is just like i'm just gonna turn She's away like, these motherfuckers are gonna be beating each other's asses oh all my I, got, god. I gotta hear this shit go ahead steal whatever you fucking want you know man. i don't need, i don't care not involved i'm not burning my hamburger helper over this shit i mean yeah that's literally that person saying i don't give a fuck if they get broken into. she looked out the window a few minutes later and saw right nor coming out of the rear door with two bags over over her shoulder. See, she was going in with one bag. Wow. And now she has two bags and cradling large item in her arms. Um, Mandel thought it was noteworthy that the witness also saw Reitner carrying a jug of icy tea. Wow. Because the victim reported that brand of tea was stolen from his fridge. Reitner was last seen a clue. Jogging, do- jogging down the alley. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with this jug of icy... That's gonna weigh you down. Those Dude. are like a, those are gallon jugs, and I looked it up. It is the shittiest iced tea you've oh, ever seen. So bad. I know exactly what that is. Yeah, man. When I was I, growing up in Portland, we were in a kind of a shitty area. Of course, it's now the coolest area. Mm-hmm. But like, we had a basement door that was constantly getting broken into. Right, and it, they would like just take like one thing, like a VCR or a TV. Yeah, they're and smart burglars. Well, no, but it was just one. It, it was like one person, Snatch and it just and made me laugh because this guy's running down the alley. Like, I'm sure our it's burglars. Were strictly on foot. Yeah, yeah she as a check. Yeah, but just like, yeah, I'm just gonna break in that house, take a, a VCR, and walk away because no one in this neighborhood is gonna blink at the idea of a guy with a, a loose VCR non boxed uh, under someone's arm. The investigation took a twist when police learned the same afternoon that a relative of Reitner's received a phone message from a female who appeared to be disguising her voice. Wow. The message indicated that she needed to get her cell phone <laughs> that was buried in the mulch near the sign of a business in the 2100 block of Perkiomen Avenue. Jesus. So she's now she's trying to cover up shit and get her phone back. Doing a fake voice? Wow. How bad is this fake voice? Yeah. <laughs> Hello. 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 <laughs> I am missing a phone. Yeah. And also, uh, do you have any icy tea? <laughs> Might you have any?
About the same time, police received a call from the woman who had the phone and was trying to return it to its owner. The boyfriend, the woman and her boyfriend were riding east in on uh, Perkiomen Avenue on their way to a drugstore in St. Lawrence when they saw some suspicious behavior. They saw a woman get out of the passenger side of a blue car parked in front of a business on Perkiomen Avenue and scurried over to the sign where she had hand dug a hole in the mulch and dropped something into it before running back to the car. Oh boy. What the fuck, man? She's like in the middle of all this. She goes and buries her phone in some mulch on That's the side crazy. of the road while she's got assault rifles and ICT in the car. It's really gotten out of hand. The witnesses continued to the drugstore, uh, stopped at the sign on their way home. They suspected the woman may have placed a painted rock there as part of a recent fad. <laughs> what? <laughs> is this like some hippie shit? People it's, just it's a it's a it's a, a sensation that's sweeping the nation. Is that a thing? People are driving around just putting painted rocks and that's what they figured was going on yeah you know like you know people drive around put painted rocks you've seen it they took the phone home and tried to unlock it to see who owned it uh that's when uh reitner's relative called uh mandel says it appears that after the burglary a reitner dumped her cell phone in the mulch bed so it couldn't be tracked to her she's watching too much forensic files yeah for real she hit her phone like thinking that someone would track her down because like, yeah, I'm guessing drugs are involved. Yeah, I, I think these are all drug related decisions. Reitner and Alexander Weatherholtz, 33, were later taken into custody. Um, they found Weatherholtz's vehicle, the blue sedan, in a parking lot alongside Perkiam Inn Avenue. Um, he told uh, the detective that he had agreed to drive Reitner to Mount Penn so she could get her belongings at the house and sell them. She told Weatherholtz that the guns were hers. Wow. <laughs> Mandel said police recovered an AK-47 rifle they believe is the victim's. The pistol has not been recovered. So she essentially tells her boyfriend that she needs to go get some of her stuff, including an AK-47, a Glock, and an ICT. Bananas. Then thinks she's going to get busted, makes him pull over, buries a cell phone. Someone sees her do this. They fucking go back, dig up the cell phone, and get a relative to call when she makes a fake fucking phone call. That's nuts. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. It's a long story. It really it's is. not the funniest shit in the world, but it is crazy what people fucking do. Yeah. Moving on. This is a quick one. Drunk, chainsaw-wielding Russian man barges into cafe, sparking police investigation. Jesus. I... I only do American stories because there's so many things in Russia and other countries that are wild and I can't. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. I, I, need, to, I need to trim it down mm -hmm. some way. Uh, this is a video of a drunk man wielding a chainsaw and threatening customers in a Rus Russian Far East cafe. Uh, video shows the man barging into the cafe, waving a chainsaw around as some customers Fuck lurch out me. of the way and others try to stop the man and take the power tool away. Despite the cries and shock during the incident, no one was hurt. As it turned out, the man was not difficult to tackle as he was very drunk. Oh, God. None of the customers or cafe employees reported the incident to the police. Dude. That's some Russian shit. Yeah. I, and, and, and I always think about when I hear stories like that of like times I've been like super wasted uh -huh. and look back on what I was comfortable doing. And it's never anything that crazy. Like I said something nuts or I was like too loud or like fucking was annoying or some shit. But like there's footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like how, how did, what did that guy feel like when he woke up and was like, what did I? Do? Oh, my God. Let's 
dude. What? Jesus. <laughs> Look at that chainsaw. My God. Oh, he cut some curtains. <laughs> oh, oh, God. All right, they got him. Whoa. They just hit him with a bottle? Yes. Wait, he turned it back he on? He turns it back on. Holy crap. It keeps going. Dude, more I don't know what the, that, that report's saying. They, easy to subdue. That's that guy easy. keeps getting away. That's easy in Russia. I guess so. That's an easy tackle It's a in tough Russia. country, man. That's like, that reminds me, that's a dad boner saying of, uh, if you've got, because dad boner buys a chainsaw. And his, his, his thing is, if you're driving around town waving a chainsaw at the window, people are going to be like, whoa, guess there's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> the the most dominant tool of all the power tools you can just purchase like without a license or anything it's the scariest it is horrifying it's definitely the scariest yeah that's why the the the, the texas massacre was so fucked up right you know it's a chainsaw chain it's a chain that doesn't just cut things it tears through them tears through them <laughs> it'll tear your head with, off with tiny teeth with, quickly it's a monster yeah it it's really a, is it's a monster it is a, it's a handheld monster yeah they're terrifying yeah. especially have you ever have you ever used like a real like a gas powered one? Oh yeah they're, they're frightening they're really scary because those things if you hit like a if you hit a knot in the wood and oh, it it'll, kicks it'll a little break. bit it, yeah. it's just oh it's it's oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. the older I get the less I like things like that no like, I, I used yeah. to love power tools and I used to love to use jackhammer and things and now i'm just like well yeah but if that hits a fucking uh you oh. know a, a a root hits a root from the tree it's you gonna know how quickly everything can change and now i don't have an eye anymore yep missing an arm yeah. like whereas when you're younger you're like yeah i could lose an eye i mean i patch me cool what, you're like what's the worst that could happen because you have no experience of the right. worst right <laughs> moving on ex-principal sues district after gifting wooden penis to employee Okay. This is from the Detroit News. Uh, okay. A wooden penis given to a female security guard at the high school by a principal is now the subject of a civil lawsuit in federal court in Detroit. The school's superintendent alleges the gift was given in front of others, and the woman also cried repeatedly after receiving it. Jesus. And she, that she felt sexually harassed by it. Wait for it, Bronger. Okay. Uh, John Stanton, the former principal of Anchor Bay High School, is suing the district superintendent, Leonard Woodside, alleging his constitutional rights were violated when he was forced to resign from his job in June 2017 after giving the gift to a woman to the woman as she left for another job in the district. Stanton alleges in the lawsuit that the woman had first given him the wooden penis after she confiscated it from a student at the high school. Not the same thing, Stanton. You're going to see. Come on. At the end of her employment, Mr. Stanton, returned, uh, Mr. Stanton returned the wooden penis to her. Mrs. He's being, this, is, this is an inside joke, man. As, as It's a parting gift, and they shared a final laugh together. It's sweet. It's so sweet. According to the photograph in the court file, Stanton allegedly wrote the message on the gift. Hope your job isn't too hard, John. <laughs> what the shit? He writes it on the dick. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Some high school student has a wooden dick. Wow. Like, not a dildo. I don't know where you get a wooden dick that from. That is some... That's some pine... Is that like... Is that, that like 
It's like a pioneer loving. Is that like an Etsy dildo? It's ah, God. (laughs) The the thing is, this finally the problem with these is like claimed wood dick is from Barnwood (laughs) from Portland, Oregon. This is a treasured uh, heirloom of uh, this 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 family slash sex cult. They they're like the problem with the problem with uh, (laughs) it's been in our family since 1905. Don't you take Rufus? That's (laughs) his name. It's filled with. Coos drippings from for centuries from our family. Oh, God. <laughs> Grandma's coos all the is on women there. So, of age in our family. In. From my great grandmother on down. Oh, they, they 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 like they never give enough information. Like describe it. Uh-huh. Was was it was it was it smooth? Like there's a an photo oak? apparently. There's a photo. No, but we don't. Yeah, there's get no to photo. See it. Yeah, it's it's it's, and that's crazy because I was full on like, ah, oh, you gross fucker. Yeah. But then it was like, oh, were they just laughing about this? Right. It's still like you got to consider your like. Look, put it this way: my dad was a was a principal, and he got in trouble for just a, like an offhand offhand comment. Right. At one point, there wasn't an offhand comment. It was like uh, they they were talking about like low test scores, and he was like, "Well, we're struggling all the time. We don't have enough funding. Uh, children from low income homes." T- typically don't do as well so we we work hard for them right and all this article took was that quote low-income kids don't do as well and it's like oh that's what you think mr brown it's like what the fuck so it's like i mean that's that's i mean obviously it's on him but he's got to think about the moment he's like this is recorded in this person's mind that i'm giving even if we're both laughing hey here's that's for you (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it sucks if they had this longtime friend friendship thing going and they were making dirty jokes all the time. Yes, shit. that's what I think we're going to you get know, to. You know, it's wild. Anyway, go on. See, Leonard Woodside's lawyers allege that the woman cried after receiving the gift that she says made her so embarrassed and so uncomfortable. And this is the superintendent who fires the principal. Yes, yes. The woman called a district director of student services to share her feelings, and the information was presented to Woodside, according to court uh, reports. Stanton admitted, admitted to giving the gift and was asked to resign by Woodside, said John Miller, attorney for Woodside. So the uh, the, uh, the 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 principal admits to doing this, and then uh, the superintendent's lawyer says, "Yeah, he he was asked to resign, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Mm-hmm. Stanton declined to go before the board of education to discuss the allegations of the resignation, which was his right by law. Miller said he was given a date to appear and declined. So the fucking uh, the principal is like, I'm not going to fucking court over this wooden dick shit, man. Yeah. I keep, don't fucking drag. Don't don't make this bigger. Uh-huh. Um, this is a public school principal who was supposed to be a role model for children. And he gave a wood penis with a profane <laughs> message to an employee. Miller said he's giving out dicks all over town. This sick fuck. This sick <laughs> fuck. Up. He's giving out steel cock. He's giving out plastic dongs he's, i hear he's got a trunk full of them yeah. in his car he's a fucking high cider he's got a fucking uh he's got a one of those uh he's got a crystal he's, he's got, got a bandolero of got, them hanging yeah, from his shoulders neck, and waist one on his necklace <laughs> fucking so he can shove it up his ass whenever he feels like it he says this guy's a, this guy's a real perv real real dildo freak mm-hmm. miller said stanton filed the same lawsuit in st Clair county court in 2018 which was dismissed in the fall and refiled the same case in federal court in January. So uh, this guy is fucking pissed. For us in public schools, this is no different than a teacher having an inappropriate relationship with a student. No, it's not, motherfucker. Yeah, that's weird. Giving a fucking security guard a woodcock between friends 
<laughs> is not the same as banging a student in the fucking science lab, dude. You can't. You you're taking a, th- all those kids that got banged. Now you're making it look like it's their fault. They're, they're, you're 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 degrading what they had to go through. There are certain things that are acceptable in school districts, and giving a wooden penis is one of them. <laughs> Yeah. But the school's principal's attorney, John Lovell, said Stanton was lied to by the district when district officials said the woman was upset by the gift. When he was asked to resign, he thought the allegations that the woman was upset were true. Now, Lowell said the woman reached out to Stanton on a month after he resigned and allegedly told him she was not upset. So the security guard comes back and mm-hmm. says, no, I was fucking mad about that. Yeah. This is the superintendent doing this shit. Wow. The superintendent has it out for the principal. Oh, shit. That's what's going on. Politics. He saw this. He saw this. Either that or he's jealous. He's like, no one ever gives me wooden dicks and makes jokes about no, it. Dude, see this? We, we got to put this in our in our movie about the... the, the or we got we to gotta give this to those who can't, boys. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they should have. They should have more wooden dicks on there. This is a good story. For yeah, them. Rory's character should like you know because he's like the the goofy like innocent oversensitive man. Or he doesn't even think about how fucking offensive that is. Right. Or it's just Canaan and he's it's a, it's a flask the whole time. <laughs> it's been Kyle's. Oh, I've, that's that's where that is. And he unscrews the head of the penis and takes a big swig. Uh, Lovell, Lovell said Stanton, whose nickname is Jack, now says it was a lapse in judgment to give the gift. Well, yeah, yeah. I, in retrospect, shouldn't have gave that wood cock to that fucking security guard. Mm-hmm. You know, but again, he says, uh, again, it was a private joke and something joked about by the woman. She'd bring it up to him and joke it up, joke about it over the years. Right. She referred to it as the Jack Stanton Award. Wow. And the Jack Stanton Award goes to... It's like... You, baby! What, what, here you go. What is she saying on record in this situation? She's... She is... She's... She doesn't want any part of this shit at yeah, this point. I get it. She doesn't want any part of it. But yeah. before she said, yeah, I joked about it. It was a thing we made fun of all the time. Wow. It wasn't a big deal. That's interesting. Um, this so, is like vice principals. Yes. You know, like the show vice principals. It's yes. like beef between the superintendent and the, and the, and the, and the principal. A very, very fun show. So yeah. the guy, the principal is now suing with his wife. Here's where it thickens, Bronger. Okay. His wife, Robin Stanton, saying the allegations against him placed a a stigma on his wife, who's the principal of the Anchor Bay Middle School at the time of the 2017 incident. And now his wife had to resign. Wow. They're both principals. His wife and him. His wife has to resign because she's unable to work due to the false allegations against her husband. And she was stripped of duties in her post. Wait, wait. So they fired her too? Like another school fired her? She couldn't or go she back just to couldn't work. do it. It was just too just the 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 stress of she the accusations. She was taken she alleges that the superintendent also fucking fired her. That dude's cleaning house. He's cleaning house. He doesn't okay. like this family. Yes, he does not. He wants to bang the wife or something. There's always <laughs> something. There's always something, and it's usually sex, Matt. Yeah, I know, I know. That guy, it's like mur- it's like it's crimes of passion. It's he, always a that, murder. That superintendent is like these fucking people flying around town, exchanging their wood dick dildos, and, and they no one wants to fuck me. Maybe I'm that, in charge. I'm the boss. Maybe, you guys are gone. Maybe he's the one kid who didn't get a Valentine that turns into a supervillain. Absolutely, he never got his dildo. Absolutely. No one ever gave him a fucking dildo. I don't. And he's just like the. And they're like, we didn't even think you wanted one. He's like, it's not about <laughs> whether I want one. 
I don't fucking want one, in fact. Right. I hate penises. All right? But everyone else got one. Everyone else got a fucking wooden dick, and you never thought of me. Well, now, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're all fired. You're all fired. And, and by you- the way, you know what I would have wanted? A wooden pocket pussy. Yeah. <laughs> the worst sex toy of all time. Wooden pocket pussy. Just like, you, you just got to mash. You got to mash it in there. Oh. It's not going to It's not gonna expand. Well, in pioneer days, you could find a lot of guys who would whittle you up a nice wooden dick. But a, a wooden pocket pussy, what? that took a craftsman. What the fuck is he? That, that took a craftsman or a craftswoman that lived deep in the woods, uh-huh. and you had to find like a witch. You know that would that would make that for you. I've never seen a pocket pussy. Neither have I. I mean, I'm. I've just heard the expression. Like I've been around the block, man. Yeah, I've seen it all. I've seen flashlights. I've, I've seen flashlights. Sure, sure. That's like the modern version, but I've never like what even. I mean, it, does it actually fit? How would it fit in your pocket? I don't know. I don't know. And in my head, it was always like like creepy guys at truck stops would have pocket pussies and they would cut a hole in their pocket yeah. like they're truckers so they can drive and like yeah, you know, yeah. have sex and I'm like how deep is this thing yeah like, and, and, <laughs> anytime I hear that phrase I think of back in the Chicago days uh, Magoo Kevin McGeehan and Horatio Sands had this song they wrote for the Second City show that was like a Bruce Springsteen song about a rubber plant closing in their, uh-huh. in their town like a tire factory that went through changes and it's closing now, and the unions—they're getting all—they're losing their jobs, and it's yeah. killing the town. And the chorus was, "And we won't make pocket pussies <laughs> in this town anymore. Won't make pocket pussies anymore." And anytime I hear that now, anytime I hear that phrase, I think of that fucking song. So you like don't know that's what they're making now until the chorus hits. <laughs> you had a pretty good Eddie Vedder going there. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's, that's not bad. And you don't think about that. Maybe you you write up in it. You need a you need a Pearl Jam bit just so you can do the voice. I I, I have a bit about how uh, Generation X like I like the term Millennials way better because it's cooler. And our mm-hmm. name Generation X is the stupidest because it's like who are they? So mysterious bunch of douchebags in flannel. That's who we were. And I go even flow, you know. And people you could t- everyone my age or older fucking cheers. I'm like yeah we had some fun, but our name sucked. It's like the corniest <laughs> dude in your band picked the band name. Right. Signed it up. Battle the bands with Generation X. Fuck you, Derek. Who let Derek pick the band name? I hate Derek. Arby's manager kills man who spat on her. Fuck. An Oklahoma Arby's manager has been arrested after shooting and killing a customer she had gotten into an argument with, police say. Deanna Young, 25, is facing first-degree murder charge stemming from the alleged incident that unfolded on Saturday in Tulsa. Wow. This is fresh. Wow. We're recording this on Wednesday, March 27th. This is from Saturday. Oh, my God. And, and you know, I just I use everything I do is, is from the week before. Oh, okay, but, cool. But sometimes it's hot and fresh off the presses. <laughs> like, this came out today. That is a fresh muffin. And I, was, and I had to add it, and I had to it's dump right another out of the story. Oven. Police told Fox News, and this is, I, I, I usually don't give Fox News credit because fuck them. <laughs> I only give you know, small town they, papers. Small town Fox, you know, is it's, it's like right. affiliates and things like that. Yeah, they, like, they 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 are, yeah. they're doing their own thing. Yeah, I feel like the 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 anytime people say Fox, we think too much of like the Fox opinion shows that Correct. pretend to be news. Yeah, those ones can fuck themselves forever because it's all bullshit. But like the affiliates, like the local news and shit like that. Yeah, they're they're on their own. Yeah, they're rogue. Yeah, well, it's to like that's, that to the most for the most part, for it's just reportage. Part. You know, right. that's all it is. Yeah, what it's supposed to be. Police told Fox News that Deshaun Talent, the deceased 25 year old, threatened and spat on Young before leaving the store. Ooh. They did not elaborate on what caused the disputes. 
One hour later, they say, Talent returned to the store, and Young got in her car and followed him out of the parking lot. <laughs> so this fucker comes, this guy comes back and uh, in his car, and Young gets in her car, and then it's like, fuck you, motherfucker. She's still got her Arby's uniform on. She's working. Oh, my God. Young, who reportedly was in possession of a 45 handgun without a license, then shot at Talent's SUV one time. Holy shit. And struck him in the torso, police said. Talent later crashed the car into the entrance of a Walmart, because of course he did, and was pronounced dead at a local hospital. Young reportedly went back to work. She's now being held at without bond at Tulsa County Jail. <laughs> Dude, she just walked out and put one in the car. Just like, just bang once. Yep. Oh man, she didn't, she probably just meant to scare his ass. Sure. Absolutely. Oh fuck. But she went back to work. Dude. You know, someone's got, these beef and cheddars aren't going to make themselves. They're not, but holy fuck, a 44? (laughs) Yeah. 45. uh, 45. 45. Still big. Still. That's still a big caliber. That'll go through a car door. Absolutely it will. So he gets, she gets in a beef in the store at the counter. Wow. This guy's like, fuck you. You didn't make my fucking uh, chicken finger basket. Where's my curly fries? You guys are out of horsey sauces. Bullshit. Spit. Then he comes back. Dude, that's why. Then she goes out like this. Enough of this shit. Pop, pop. Oh, my God. Dead. That's insane. And he died like, you know, and that's a common way you'll see people uh, eat it in um, like movies and television, like where they get popped. And then they just, yes, absolutely. Well, he made it all the way to a Walmart. He made it all the way to Walmart. I'm, I'm assuming it's the same parking lot. I'm assuming this guy is like, oh, fuck, trying to go somewhere. Gotta be. To get He's gotta fixed. be trying to get, to get like, fixed. Oh, my God. Like the life out. bleeding out of you, and you're like, where is an urgent care? She goes back to work. I don't know whether she's just hospital. a dedicated employee or whether she was like, well, yeah, I was just like, I was at work. Yeah, she's probably like, no one saw me. <laughs> There's cameras. You just hope. You have access to the cameras. I hope she fucking went and cleansed that shit. Oh, my God, ah, dude. Poor thing. Uh, maybe she'd get like four or five years. That, I mean. It sounds like an accident. You can't. <laughs> Look, I mean, she can say she she was just trying to scare him, but that's. I mean, I don't. I think you get at least second degree. Tell you what, man. That's a hard ass job managing. An it real, that's fucking a fucking a. hard job. And some motherfucker. That's. Comes in and spits on me while I'm fucking working Dude, at Arby's and I have a gun. You have to Chances respect. Chances are I'm going to be like, this is it right the now. people <laughs> for your own. I mean, you should do it morally anyway to res- fucking respect and treat people working shit jobs with, with human dignity. Yes. Even if they're give, shitty to you, just to like them. understand that their understand job is shit and not just you. Out. It's not you they're mad at. Walk out. They're <laughs> mad at life. And just, you know, it's like you and it's also put morals aside. It's in your best interest of your own safety in life to not be shitty to those people cancel your order and walk out that's it <laughs> or don't even just it's they, seven bucks they're out of the ch- they're out of cheddar sauce man seven they ran out they i have, want to point out that you have a a, a cobra yes, a stallone, stallone cobra t-shirt yeah on, which is fucking all right this man. was a drunk purchase this was like uh one of those like what if i could get a, a cobra t-shirt because i remember i loved that poster as a yeah, kid absolutely and it was one of those when I was a kid, I used to chew the matches like Stallone. Like yeah. Because I was like, oh, I guess chewing matches looks cool. Super, super tight jeans, Serengetis. Got to. <laughs> and you don't got to be drunk to buy a Cobra t-shirt. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Let's do it with some P-mail. It's called ACT Test Story. 
Hi, Mike. I'm a big fan of yours. I like that. And all things Dad Boner. I greatly enjoy power moves, and I really look forward to the pod every Thursday, you guys. Okay, okay. I know there have been a few stinky pants stories. Well, a few is, is a... That's... That's an understatement. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. I love poop stories. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to sure, share one more in case you needed it for the reserves. No, no, no. This ain't going to the reserves, dog. This is going on right now. Front page. Oh, there's a note. I'd really prefer if you wouldn't share my name, please. <laughs> While I've told this story uh, to quite a few folks in high school and even more in college, it's a big crowd pleaser. <laughs> ah. It's not a thing I'd like my current coworkers to really tie back to me. So there was... This was in late 90s somewhere in Oklahoma. I like when it paints a picture like that. Mm -hmm. During my senior year, like so many others, I signed up for the ACT test to slide my way into college, which is a normal move. This was primetime high school days when having some cool cold ones on most Friday and Saturday Saturday nights was pretty much the norm. Yes, Mm -hmm. uh, senior year in high school, that's when the cold ones start going down real smooth. Oh, yeah. And you have young people's skills at that like you could mm-hmm. put away you put away because you want to drink as much as possible and like yes. regular just budweiser's or bud light miller light man i i put down like 20 20 like i can just yeah, rip those fucking things late teens early 20s your liver's fresh your oh, kidneys are brand new it's fresh and you if you have any kind of of drinking experience yeah uh, which most of us did by the age of 16 probably 17 i didn't really touch you know? it until i was like I'd say you know I didn't drink end, a lot. I I we, we would, we would go. I would drink a forty in the park, and that would just ham yes. hammer me that like in it. high school. But like I think come I think you know you know what let me amend that. I'd say uh, you know like eighteen nineteen twenty. Yeah, I would give the homie crazy cooter like five bucks. Sure, and I'd let him keep the change, and he'd get me like a, a forty of malt liquor. I drink that, that, and then I just lay on the ground and spin with yeah, no oh, air yeah. conditioning in July. Just, yeah, oh, my oh. my cousin Beth in Chicago had that expression. Like, let's go out and get the spins. <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> Isn't that good? I like that a lot. Yeah, and I, it's especially funny because it's from a lady. You know. Yeah, absolutely. My ACT was scheduled for a Saturday morning, and I had to arrange a ride with my girlfriend and two of her friends to take a short trip to the city to take the test. I had went out with friends that Friday night, but only maybe had three to six medium cool ones. Actually, I like lukewarm brews we had stashed in a ditch the weekend before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, you would drink anything then. We like to, in, 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 in colder climates, like... There's a perfect temperature of trunk beers mm-hmm. in the winter before they like completely freeze and oh, just a little yeah. frosty. But yeah, fucking, we you'd had to, you had to hide your beer somewhere. Yep, we'd have it in the trunk in the middle of August or June, July. It'd be hot as fuck. We'd yep. pop those open and just pound them. Oh, I remember just that. Pound them. Just just for just for the effect. Yeah, drink the, a warm beer. I'm drinking beer. Ooh. Check it out. Hot beer, yeah. Hot butter, or like a, a, it's like a stolen bottle of red wine that you're just you're you're passing around. Just uh-huh. drink as much you can. Like, oh god, this is hell. So before this dude goes to take his ACT, um, he goes and uh, and uh, and had like no, let's see, on on fr- that Friday night he only had maybe three to six cool ones. So Saturday he's chill. Okay. This might give more context for what happens later. The main point is I wasn't wrecked the night before and was ready to nail the test. I woke up early, showered, and drove to my girlfriend's house to hitch a ride and grab breakfast. We all drove to a nearby greasy diner near the university where the test was held for some typical breakfast food. Pancakes, eggs, bacon, the works. He's feeling great. After eating, we arrived at the college campus. 
found the building, and then said goodbye as we each went to our separate testing rooms. I recognized a few other classmates as I entered and said hello as I took my seat next to one of said classmates. Test began like most tests do. I started out nervous, but nothing was abnormal yet. I was feeling good and doing as good as expected. Taking those tests fucking sucked, man. Yeah. They fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I ate shit on my first one, yep. and it wasn't enough to get into Michigan State. And here's why. The dude across from me came in late. He was filthy. He, I don't know uh, what school he went to. That's the worst. He, was a stink, he stunk like fucking asshole and B.O. And we're at a out. round table in, oh, in the cafeteria. God. And he mouth breathed the whole time. And every five seconds we'd go. No, fuck that. And I, and and you got to call an audible. I and I didn't. I was like a kid. I'm like, this is serious. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I mean, this is a fucking 44 year old man saying yeah. that now. Like right? so easy. I think about the shit I would do back then if a, an authoritative per. No, you have to stay here. I would I would be in that cafeteria all day. Right. You know what I mean? I, I'm not allowed to leave. Yeah. You know, like I you sh- have that fear. But I'll get in trouble. I should have went up to the authority right. and said, yeah. excuse me, I'm being very, very distracted. I don't want to make a big deal about it. But could I have a different seat, please? No one's it Joe Cool that, at it, that age, It would really. have been that easy. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, I walk out of here. My mom's going to fucking kill me. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I tanked it. And then I went back, took the test, got a great score, explained it to my mom. She's like, why didn't you tell someone? I'm like, I didn't want to get in trouble. I'm like, why would you get in trouble? I'm like, I don't know. I get in trouble for everything. So funny, yeah. See, that's why they make Disney movies about like a bad-to-the-bone kid because uh-huh. that's so rare. Most of us, I think now kids are kind of like, they got the internet and shit. They're like, I know my rights. Like right. back then, we were all just like, oh God. Yeah, yeah know- I'll go I'll go to the work camp. We didn't know shit. You, you said so, boss. I, I, most I knew about the world was I read a bunch of choose your own adventure books. Yeah, <laughs> same. About 30, sec- 30 minutes in her. <clears throat> sorry. About 30 minutes in, things changed. My stomach started to rumble and oh, gas no. began building up in my tummy. The kind of gas that hits hard. Really hurts and then goes away, but then comes right back. <laughs> oh, it's so true. I know mm-hmm. exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Sharp pains. Still, I convinced myself it was just normal jitters and started to let a few silent toots out. <laughs> but I could tell almost instantly these toots were different. They were the sharp, stinky kind that smelled like something just wasn't right. Yeah. The person behind me started coughing. People next to me were staring at me. I thought, whatever, it's test time, and I'm cool. Everyone else is a nerd. Oh, He's God. the smelly kid at my table. He this is. is the kid. About to explode. Then it started happening. I started sweating profusely. Stomach pains kept getting worse, and I was trying to hold in farts. I was shaking in between the stomach cramps while twitching back and forth every three minutes or so. No, no, no. Normal people would just get up and leave the test, but I was convinced leaving would disqualify me from the test. See? You're freaked yep, out, yep, man. Yep, yep, yep. If you get up because you can go cheat in the bathroom or something, like you're absolutely you're chained to that. Fucking yeah, you gotta. Thing. It's funny. You gotta. You gotta fucking call. You be like, I need. A, I need a do over. Right. You know. And now there's fucking internet. I would go in the bathroom. Absolutely. I'll cheat on. I'm not fucking, gonna let you leave and come back. There's I'm not no like way. A, I'm not a thief or a cheater. But when it comes to like school shit in high school, fucking, I don't give a fuck, man. Yeah. Fucking. It's funny. You probably shit. gotta stay the whole time and like, hey, even if you just woof it you can do it over right you know what i mean right you can't leave so he le- he doesn't leave and uh and uh he's he's afraid that he'll not get into college so he i was determined to make it to the break 
I also didn't drive, so I kind of just thought I had to power through. The test monitor guy was only looking at me every time I looked up during my cramp pains. Lots of awkward eye contact. My God. So some guy's fucking bird-dogging him this whole time. Right. This kid looks shifty. Uh Uh-huh. This kid looks not right. Yeah. He's cheating for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, the toots continue to come. <laughs> I was just trying to relieve some of the pain. This sounds like me in an airplane. Yeah. It's like, I'm well, going to just, I'm going to leak out as many of these as possible yep. before I I start to get like, uh, uh, yeah, this is leaving my domain on uh, of yeah. my seat. And then, God damn it, I got to shit on a plane. I got to mm-hmm. shit on a plane. I had this conversation with Vince Averill before. Never shit on a plane before. What? He's never shit on a plane. Oh, I do it all the time. He went to fucking Australia, didn't shit on the that's plane. In, that's insane. He's a champion. I would never make it. I yeah, man, he's got a, he's he's a real man with an iron stomach. I get I that get is not me. I get anxiety and like that's a that's an anxiety relief for me is like to just you get this release. Yeah, you're and then you're you releasing go, waste and sitting there holding in bubble guts is the fucking goddamn oh, it's worst. The worst. Oh, the toots continue, and uh, I'll just start back from there. Oh, the toots continue and, and to come, and I was just trying to relieve some of the pain, but I could sense everyone around me seemed to know something was going on downstairs. <laughs> this sounds like a like American greed. Mm-hmm. Could, something like Stacy Keach has continued to know something was going on. I was. Downstairs. I told you years ago how good American greed it's is. Fucking rad! I'm so deep into it right now. It's so good. Then it wasn't just toots anymore. <laughs> A turd, a turd came out in my pants. No. <laughs> I hope it's in your pants. Uh, I can, I convinced rogue myself. Rogue agent. I convinced myself during <laughs> rogue agent. Did you say? <laughs> yep, yep. Off the reservation. <laughs> I convinced <laughs> Jason myself. Jason Bourne is loose. <laughs> I convinced myself during the next hour. It was just a wet fart, but deep down, I knew better. Oh man. More of the same kept happening for the no. remaining first half oh, of the he's, test. He's forming a splinter group, the but rogue it, agent. <laughs> but it felt like an eternity. I finally made it to the break at the two-hour mark. We were notified that the first half was over and we could take a 15- or a 20-minute break. Everyone started getting up to leave the classroom, and I waited for everyone to clear out. The only two people left in the room were the monitor and me. The monitor just looked at me. I slowly got up began walking to the door. As I neared the doorway, I felt it. A turd began sliding down to my boot cuts. No! <laughs> no! I kept walking like everything was fine. No. He needs those... You see, those boot cut pants we all used to wear, that would have been... You got to need the taper pants. You do. That'll hold it in. Oh, that guy was wishing it was 87. Those are shit friendly. 87 and not like skinny, 98 or whatever. These jeans are shit friendly. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> I kept walking like everything was fine. I stepped one foot out of the classroom and a turd rolled off my Doc Martin. <laughs> oh my God. I watched it hit floor. I looked up and saw a dude staring directly at the turd. Oh God. And because, yeah, he's probably wearing like loose boxers. Dude, that were like, I was, boxer when briefs he said then. he stood up, I was like, please tell me you got briefs on. Like me and you like fun, fun briefs and fun boxer briefs, like colored Strictly shit. briefs. Yeah. I, I love all like bright colored shit. Yeah. Like, short shit that sure. I can't wear boxers anymore. It's no. Too, it's too bunchy. Shit bunches up. Too bunchy. I, don't, I wore them for too long. Just and like your I doo-doo wore... falls out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I make pants doo-doo, it's going to be on the floor. Hey, come on. He then looked up at me and our eyes met. He had a look of confusion. And like he might scream, 
I took a hard right and proceeded to run down the hall to the bathroom. I found the bathroom. I shit for a solid 10 minutes trying to empty out everything I could. Wow. I tossed my undies, tied my sweatshirt around my waist to cover up any stains. Made my way down the hall and saw some high school friends for some guy-to-guy talk. (laughs) As I walked up, one of them immediately said, Dude, did you fart? (laughs) I chuckled and said, Yeah, I I shit my pants. (laughs) Kind of in a joking way, but also looking for sympathy. Not much of a response came after I said that. Oh, that guy! So, I love how comfortable he is with his friends. <laughs> just told him, <laughs> and they're just—they just stonewall him. Again, why I stuck around and didn't call my parents to come pick me up will be a question I'll ask myself for the rest of my life. See, you don't—you're afraid. You yeah. live in fear. It's incredible. The break's over. I started heading back toward the testing room, and two guys were chatting in front of me. As we neared the classroom entrance, one of the guys said. This is a pretty cool college. I mean, what other college would have a piece of shit just lying on the floor? <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> what the fuck? I was beyond humiliated, and I couldn't believe it was just sitting there in the middle of the hallway. Oh and no God. one had cleaned it up. Dude. Anyways, I jumped back into the classroom. I sat down next to a girl I knew from high school, and she said, Does it stink in here? I looked at my Doc Martin and said, hey, I may have uh, stepped in dog shit. I don't know if she bought it or not. I, <laughs> the dog shit excuse is great. It is. Because people, I have you ever like not just like smelled and you just start checking your shoe? Like yeah, of course. That's you, what you do. Immediately you check your shoe. Yeah. And then once in a while you actually have stepped in dog shit yep. and you're just like, I have to throw these directly in the trash. Yeah. The second part of the test was more of the same. The sweats came back, more cramps, and it was two more hours of living hell. Continued confusion by the test monitor only staring at me as I was bright red and sweating. Oh, my God. Also, those rooms are super cold. I was the only person soaked in sweat. After the two-hour break, I got up again, dropped off my test, and ran to the bathroom. There was no turd in the hall this time. I shit for like 15 minutes. I could tell the hallway outside was emptying out. I did another cleanup in the bathroom sink with the door locked, sink, soap, and paper towels. I also tried to clean up the inside of my jeans. Oh, my God. Because I had about a 20-minute drive back to our small town with my girlfriend and her friends. Oh, no. God. Luckily, the sweater tied around my waist provided some stain protection. I walked out to the parking lot, and the only car remaining was my girlfriend's, and she and her friends had been waiting a while, wondering where the hell I'd been. I said, I'm sorry. I'm not feeling well. I got kind of sick. They chuckled. The entire ride home, I sat in the passenger seat with the window down to try and make sure no stinky would smell up the car, and the cramps started coming up again. Oh, my God. We finally arrived at my girlfriend's and friend's house. My girlfriend asked if I wanted to come in. I said I was just really tired. I jumped in my pickup and started driving home as fast as possible my tummy was bubbling again like the first half of the test not sure what if it was the fact that i was alone or my body couldn't control itself anymore holy shit but i hit the last red light a quarter mile from my house and exploded wow oh my god <laughs> my pants were fully filled no oh my god after going to the bathroom twice and when duking you, in the hallway when you get to that point of like you know you're almost home. Oh, that yeah. is the worst. I've described it as an excited to excited to be their butthole <laughs> because like you, I, I does that on, on my thing where it's it's like you just you're 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 so close. Your butthole's like oh finally. And you're like no wait no smi- wait. Starts to smile and show some teeth. Exactly. Like, oh you gotta keep pursed lips, man. Yay. Barf. 
So at the tail end of Vince Averill's bachelor party, we're at Cheetah's Exotic Dancing Club. Great right? place. Yeah, yeah, it's a great place. Yeah, great. That's, that's loose. It's, but it's, <laughs> for the tail end of a bachelor party, like, that's, oh, that's tail the end. end. That's the end. That's the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm I'm starting to get bombed. I'm, I'm strip clubbed out. I'm mm-hmm. like, I got to go. Yeah. And I got to poop. Yeah. I got to poop a little bit. You know, it's starting to brew. I yeah. can feel it. I've been drinking beers all day. Sure. You know, slippery liquor and shit. And uh, I start to walk home and it starts to rain. And I and if you recall, I used to have a lot of those black jeans that had like uh, a wax coating on. Them I remember. Kind of yeah. Looked like leather pants. Yes. Yes. I had one of those pants on because it's like bachelor party strip club pants. There you go. And I'm walking home in the rain and and I'm you know, I'm only a few blocks just sure. down the street sure. uh, at the old spot. Mm-hmm. And. I, it's raining on me. I'm so trash. I don't care. It's just like sometimes it's just like fuck it. I'll just get wet. I start uh, a block later. Uh, I start to get that every step is a nightmare feeling. Oh yeah. Where like I've I've got a strong rectum. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, sure. I, I can hold in a duty. Yeah. Like nobody's business. Yep. And but I, it. I was like, this is different. Every step. Every step brought me closer to pure disaster. Oh yeah. And. I got to the point where I couldn't walk. I knew. Oh, and that's I, and the worst I, So I feeling. sat there. I tried to grunt it back up in my guts mm-hmm. as good as, as best I could. Right. And then I took a step and it fucking started to come out. Wow. And then I was like, shh. You know, now the now there's uh there's there's uh there's men starting to come out of the out of the gate. Yes. And they're holding the gate open for their friends. Oh uh, yeah. I yeah, try yeah, to yeah, take no. another step. I'm like, I gotta get too, home now. Too, too strong. And I barbarians. Just, barbarians at the step, gate. Step shit. Step oh. shit. Step shit. Step shit. Step shit. Step shit. And I just like, well, it's fuck. I'm. It's over now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just let it go because yep. I'm only a block and a half from home. Yeah, you're there. I look up ten feet later. And Joe Wagner, our friend, oh no, is walking by me on the way home from a show at Steve Allen Theater. Oh fuck! And and he goes, "Hey, hey, Burns, you know." And I and I just look up at him for a second. I go, "Not now." You gotta. There's no. <laughs> and I was so rude. And Jay, you know, but Joe understands. He didn't. I explained it later. I think. Yeah. I went home. I went up the driveway back behind my apartment, full fucking. Uh, underpants off in the trash, jeans off in the trash. Yes. I had some on the top because it was real wet. Got through the boxer briefs on the top of my Red Wing boots, which are like 300 uh, bucks. Yeah. I'm not throwing those no out. No way. You clean those. I cleaned them. I took them in the shower, scrubbed them up best I could. Yeah. I had to run all the way up. And I'd only been at this apartment for like two weeks. Right. I had to walk butt fucking naked from the waist down all the way up holding my fucking uh, junk. Hoping no one's gonna see me. Sure. Got into the apartment, jumped in the shower, washed off all the duty. Oh boy, that and that's essentially I know what this guy's going yeah, through. Yeah, that's all it's the worst feeling. It's so, the worst feeling. So he says, I pulled up in the driveway at my house, I opened the door, pulled my pants off, and threw them into the driveway. I ran tro- towards the house like Donald Duck. Bare ass. That's also called Winnie the Pooing. Oh, yeah. I ran through the garage and immediately shot into the bathroom as soon as I entered the house. My mom, this is daylight, too. This is a daytime thing. This isn't like wasted on a Saturday in the fucking rain and the pitch dark. Oh, God. My mom came into my into my bathroom door and asked, how was the test? I screamed out through tears. Terrible. I shit my pants. She couldn't really hear me, and I said, are you crying? Was it that bad? I yelled again, I shit myself. 
I then heard her walk into the living room to tell my dad, who erupted with laughter. <laughs> cool dad. Yeah, it's cool dad. That is my ACT story. Oh, oh, that's man. how you do it, folks. That's how you tell a fucking shit tale, man. Tell you what. We got one more thing. Power grooves. That's where we share a jam that we're fucking uh, really into that we think will get your uh, weekend off and popping. My song this week is Ain't Got No Haters by Ice Cube featuring Too Short off of Everything's Corrupt. It is new Ice Cube album, which those kind of things like, you, you know, he's in, he's in he's in kids and family movies. And you're like, I can't listen to this anymore. Right. But, I, but I saw him drop the video for this. So it made me listen to it a little bit. And I'm like, oh, this is fucking tight. It's and it good because because you because you, you and me grew up on that guy. Right. And, you know? and it's got Too Short in it. Yeah. And it is it's just grown folk feel good shit like nice. this song. This song is perfect, like windows down on that first nice day. It's starting to get warm again. It's backyard barbecue with the homies yeah, music. Yeah, that's nice. And what what really hooks you for you know for me, and I'm sure you too as well, you'll like it. It's it's got that Oh Honey by Delegation sample. Oh yeah, and, the, the, the the funky dividends. Yes, funky Three times dividends. Dope. It's also on Quickie by Ghetto Boys. Yes, can't be stopped. And it, that's and deep cut. Nice. And, and it's on so many. Yeah, it's on yeah. so many songs. Perfect like, loop. If you're a hip hop guy, also, and I'm I'm sure you'll agree. Mm-hmm. Like I encourage you. Go ahead and search out the samples. Expand your music. Absolutely. That's, that's how I got into like old soul music was that, from, from from loops. That's how you get your that's how you get your fucking mind expanded, man. And Speaking that's how of, you get that's how you find so much think of like all the hip hop if you're a hip hop fan like we are. Mm-hmm. You can find so much stuff. You yeah. don't even have to dig through crates, just pop open the fucking labels. See yeah. what the samples are. The, the craziest Find those tracks thing. on your Spotify because they're free. Make, yeah. us make a playlist mm-hmm. and you're fucking off to the races, man. Craziest thing was like I got into the Isley Brothers because of hip hop. And then I found that song Footsteps in the Dark, which I still love. And then Today Was a Good Day came out. And I'm like, that song's all right, but it's just that loop. And people that didn't know Footsteps in the Dark, that's, that's his most popular song. Yeah. People love that song. I think that song is fine. I right. like other Ice Cube shit way more. Right, it's a good tune. Yeah, but like you know, it, it, it you only love it because that loop and that guitar riff is right. so fucking good. It's perfect. It just makes you feel good. But it's, it's from a song where he's it's like this song about how he he misses he misses his lady and he keeps hearing footsteps in the dark and it's <laughs> he he misses her so much it's almost scary. Right. Yeah. So like, but that's like it's a whole it's other wild. Level. It gives you this whole other level. Absolutely. And the different story that you'll get from the other song gives more meaning to the song that you're the mm-hmm. hip hop song that you're already familiar exactly. with. Exactly. What's your, what's your, what are you listening to? It's interesting. You bring in like bringing up, uh, finding soul music through, uh, through loops. I, my thing I've been banging for the last couple of weeks, especially when I'm like about to go out or go to a show, uh, or, or go meet friends or something. Uh, Karen and I, the wife and I love it. We put it on. We're like, we're getting ready, having like a drink before we go out. And it's, uh, it's fa- it's, it's, uh, uh, looking up to you by Michael Wyckoff. And it came out in the early eighties and it's the loop that, that, uh, Zane jacked for Hey DJ. That yes. that's the loop that they took. And the song, his song, which is the same riff over and over is so much better because right. it's like it's like a great message. It's about how like this person with me is like they make me they make me better and like uh, life is real fucked up. But 
having the right person with you makes life worth living kind of thing. And right. it's like, it's, it's, he has lines in it that is kind of dark, but it's still like a happy party song. And it's like, it's from that era that you and I grew up in of fucking gold chains and Jerry curls and mullets and cool stuff. Cool stuff. <laughs> and it's, and it's, I mean, yeah, I heard, cool stuff. I heard a DJ spinning that in Bloomington, Indiana when I was there playing the comedy attic and I ran over to the DJ. It was like in this, this beer bar. And I was like, the fuck is this? And he just handed me the record i was like and i sat down and just got on amazon and ordered it right away i'm that guy i listen to it that song all the time i'm that guy what's the name of it again for the looking listeners? looking up to you by michael wyckoff check it there's two hot jams to get you fucking there ready you for go. that good weather because i know it's fucking warm in michigan i bet it's warm in a lot of different places right uh-huh. now man you got to get that feeling yep 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 Thank you so much, Matt Bronger. This is so fun, man. I feel like everyone, if you know, everyone is listening, is obviously into this. But like, tell your friends. Power moves is such a good jam. It's such a good break from your day. It's such a good driving home uh, uh, podcast. Thursday night, Friday night, good length. Yeah, you know, not getting you stressed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no Uh, no politics. Can I plug? Yeah, man. Uh, Check out um, Finally Live in Portland, my new special. It's available on all the platforms uh, for the most part. That's hot off Uh, the presses. It is. Yeah, it just came out a month ago. And then uh, my podcast, um, Advice from a Dipshit with Matt Bronger, is available. Uh, We have episodes with Tom Segura and Joe Coy and Burt Kreischer and a bunch of other fun people. You got all kinds of hits on there. Some real hits. Mike Burns is coming on to dole out his particular uh, brand of advice. Uh, So I'm psyched for that. And uh, yeah, man! Shout out to all the daddies and the lady daddies. Are you, are, where, where are you playing next live? Oh, I I don't go anywhere again until uh, uh, May, but I'm gonna be in Atlanta and Huntsville and Lafayette and Houston, uh, and you can get all the tickets at mattbronger.com. I uh, I will be in Chicago doing this show live June fourteenth and fifteenth at uh, Under the Gun Theater. Nice. Uh, I, I have a link, but I don't have that ready right now. Uh, I'm, Google it, everyone. It's a long time. It's a long way out. Just set those dates aside if you're in the Midwest. Uh, final announcements, chapters eight and nine are recorded. I did those yesterday, and it's a little bit delayed, but you know how everything is. It's a real fucking pain in the ass to do those, even though I love doing it. Mm. It's it's a lot of fucking work, but they're, they're ready to go. I'm going to cut those, and hopefully there'll be one up uh, as early as Friday, if not both, because I did lapse this little bit because I had other shit to do this week. Um, you can go to patreon.com, Power Moves with Mike Burns, for daddies in the K-Money Club. Also, the Roadhouse scripts are going to the printers this week. Woo! Going to get them shits done by Friday. Going to sign them. Going to send them out. There's a fuckload of them, Matt. I, I really bit <laughs> off more than I can chew. There's so many people that I got to send these out. And it's it's going to be a huge stack. I don't think I can just eat. I can't carry these home. I'm a lime scooter from the printer, from the Kinkos. Yep, yep. Uh, one of those disasters like in an 80s movie where mm-hmm. a briefcase gets dropped. It's all <laughs> over the place. Um, and that's also where you hear the After the Dark episodes, which is where we're headed now. Meeting adjourned. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves.